The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's, a it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another episode, issue, sorry, issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. <laughs> it is the intrepid trio, Eric, Kylan, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? Good. You. Good. As I was waiting to get yelled at. Mm-hmm. Well, you corrected yourself, so. This time. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you get it right. True. I'm just, I'm getting a little excited because, well, I know I'm getting a new iPad before the end of the year. So I've taken my old iPad and mm-hmm. it's being converted to a new toy in my podcast, in my quote unquote podcast studio, which is actually just my computer desk. <laughs> mm-hmm. So still, still it counts. Yes. So, yeah. So I'm in the process of figuring out how to rework things on this computer desk. Uh, I think my computer tower is going to the floor and I've got dust vents already uh, in my Amazon shop shopping cart to get to help keep dog fur out of it mm-hmm. and keep it protected. And uh, got a cart that I'm going to be putting it on so I can roll it out as I need access. And uh, just means my trinkets that are on top up in the well are going to have to come out this and go somewhere else. It's getting to sound dangerously like a plan, Chief. It is. Uh, I am slowly turning this into uh, into a, little, a, a proper space. I've even gone as far as the branding I've done on my laptop with the different show wallpapers. Mm-hmm. I just put on this computer, too. Well, it's definitely more than 12% of a plan. <laughs> True. Yeah. 
I, I sent you guys the wallpaper, didn't I? For did. for this show? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I have I don't know why. I have fallen in love with that honeycomb, this particular honeycomb wallpaper, and I've altered it for uh I left it pretty much unaltered for my lock screens. And it's and then I altered it slightly for the show wallpapers, like with Mighty Marvel Geeks. Instead of a blue glow, it's a red glow because it's the primary color of the show. Wookie Radio is yellow. Weeby Geeks, it's blue. Adventures in Geek, uh, which today, as we're recording, we, uh, Adventures in Geek, did our third annual Adventures in Giving toy drive. Oh, cool. So, and donated a lot of toys this year. Congratulations. That is awesome. That is such a great thing to be doing. And, yeah. uh, Definitely is something I want to push amongst the other shows like us in the future, where even if it's you guys donating to Toys for Tots, or if you have some other charity that you're going to do a toy drive for, uh, I'm going to send you all the artwork so you can print off a sheet of paper. It says Adventures in Giving. Mm -hmm. And I I want to spread this across the country as this this whole Adventures in Giving has been Zoe's brainchild. Uh, of course, it started during the pandemic. She wanted to make sure kids who weren't able were able. And then we we found uh, this group called Nathaniel's Hope, who's our local charity that we work with. Who They mm-hmm. work with VIP kids, what they call VIP kids, is kids with special needs. And they provide for um, those kids and the siblings of those kids and give parents a chance to, to come shop for those for their families. That's awesome, man. So nothing against Toys for Tots. I think Toys for Tots is a great program, but we wanted something right. that that was a little bit more, for us, uh, it was something more um, homegrown. Mm-hmm. It's something that we're affecting our own community. Right. So yeah. I know, Kyle, and you and Don do stuff with Toys for Tots every year. Mm-hmm. Feel free. Keep it up. Um like I said, we'll do the adventures and giving, you know, send you the artwork to print off. That way, when okay. you do your donation, you know, maybe I'll throw the Mighty Marvel Geeks logo on there as well. And that's the, the family of shows. Uh, I think with yours, I'll, I'll throw Mighty Marvel Geeks and, and Geek Watch One on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the family of shows, the, the core family of shows, I, I would love to have this be a, an ongoing project that we continue as long as Zoe's going to continue it. Right. Uh, it's a little homegrown project, so. I mean, three three years. I mean, for it to be going strong that long is yep. no small feat, you know. Yep. A lot, of, a lot don't make it past the first year, you know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, uh, check out yeah. the. Go ahead. A lot Sorry. of things don't even get to the the actual first year. No, they don't. Oh, first year was a scramble. It was a no, big scramble. No, what I'm saying is, so many. You know, a lot of these projects. They start off strong, but they, but they don't have any staying power, mm-hmm. so they can't even complete the first year. Yeah, right. So I mean, they they come apart before they even get started. Right. Yeah, but you met you you've met Zoe, Eric. Yes, I know. You know her fortitude. Yes, I know. And it all comes from from her mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I'm part of it too. So. <laughs> But no, like I said, I'm you proud. You both have the right to be proud of your daughter. Uh, very proud of her, especially this project. Reason to be proud of your daughter. She has a very giving heart. So, um, 
she and I want to say around the time that this was going on is when Marvel was doing their Marvel Heroes thing on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think so. And and she's not even re, she's not that wasn't even the purpose of her doing this. It, I mean, she hasn't even really watched that show, so she doesn't even know about it. But this is something that she she is doing. And here in Florida, before you graduate high school, you have to do so many volunteer hours. Well, as soon as she has. Oh. As soon as she hits that stage where she's got to do volunteer, you know, start recording volunteer hours. She's already said she wants to volunteer at Nathaniel's Hope. Well, there you go. The charity that she's doing the toy drive for. She wants to, she wants to volunteer there as well. Each once she's able to. Oh, so not only is this a, a, a homegrown project with a charity that she, that's tugged at her heart, but it's even further. It's going to turn into her doing a toy drive and volunteering. Mm-hmm. So that's uh that says a lot. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, we are slowly learning about running the toy drive every year as well. And, uh, I swore this year I was going to do more to promote Nathaniel's hopes, uh, wish list. And I just didn't get there. There's next year though. Year four. So it's going to be year four. Uh, check out the homepage. MindedMarvelGeeks.net support our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeBeGeeks for fifteen percent off your purchase there. And as you heard in our opener, uh, use code WinGeeks15 for fifteen percent off your purchase at Toink.com, where you too could get something like our pick of the week, which is <clears throat> the Captain Marvel Marvel's Nick Fury's Pager Money Clip. Uh, so I saw this and I actually have to admit, I'm a little bit of a sucker for a cool looking money clip. I, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't feel like carrying a wallet, you know, but so if you remember Nick Fury's pager, mm-hmm. yes. I, and you know, the, when it goes off and you see captain, the captain Marvel symbol, no, and the, the, the updated pager, right? So, uh, so yeah, so this is a uh, $42.99. Um, if you, I think if you order quickly, you still get it in time for Christmas. Uh, so this is based on, uh, the pager that you see at the end of Infinity War. Um, was it Think Geek that had years ago for April Fool's where you could get the replica of the pager for like nine bucks? I think they did. I uh, may have, yeah. That was, I think they did. That was a cruel joke, but it was so good. <laughs> I, I, that might might be where this came from. I mean, cause I'm pretty sure, like, think he came up with a lot of stuff that people would have bought. I think like one year they they said that they were going. They one of their pranks was a Voltron cat uh, cat tower. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't have cats, but I, I I have a dear friend who does, and she loves Voltron. And so she was disappointed to find out it was, you know, it wasn't true. But fortunately, this is. So, you know, you can either give this to that person that happens to love all things Fury or treat yourself. Um, it is uh, it is a collectible. This was released at the 2019 San Diego Comic Con. Uh, it's an officially licensed 
uh, Marvel collectible. Uh, so you can either display it and look at it and just admire how pretty it is. Or, you know what? Use it. Just so, use it. So, yeah. So that that is my pick. No, just use it. That's what it's there for. I certainly would. I would too. But I, I will admit, I was one of those people who actually tried to go buy the other one from thinking. You did? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this would be so cool. Oh, then when I clicked the link, I went, ha ha, joke's on you. Nope. Uh-huh. You, you got me? You mm-hmm. got me? Good. So. That, you know, they did. There's one thing that they had, and luckily I got it before they, you know, they, 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 no, closed up shop uh, was the Agents of Shield wallet. Yeah. Um, so I, I did luck out and get that uh, with the um, the IR protector. Well, if you remember, that was a pick of the week from Toink as well. I did pick yeah. that. Oh no, I I'm talking about the actual wallet. Wallet, not the not the replica. Not, not yeah, not the replica wallet. Okay. Although. Because if I had the replica wallet, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear it out in public. As a matter of fact, somebody gave me one, and I still haven't taken it out in public. <laughs> so you know, it was like, oh, it's a birthday gift. Oh, this is awesome. Thank you. Or it's in the house, and that's where it stays. <laughs> For me, it's one of those I want it because back when Winter Soldier came out, I took. I took advantage of Cafe Press's free shield IDs. Right. And and made up shield IDs for, for the family. Nice. So and Zoe's looks she looks so young, she goes, I want a new one. Like yeah. they don't make it anymore. But Sorry. there are people online who, who do custom ones. So Oh, it looks like BioWorld picked it up. Yeah, with the badge. Yeah. Is that the badge one? Uh no. Um like I said, there is the the replica on Toink, right? Um, and then there's places online where you can order the the badge and get a custom badge, right? So hmm. that that's a that that is a possibility to get. Hmm. It, it it is available to get. So, so I was trying to figure out if if it was us, what level would we be? Well, on my Jeep, I have level seven as my uh as my um plate. Okay. So everybody's ask. Everybody asks me, "What does that mean?" <laughs> so it's fun. I, I have a little fun telling them, you know, ex- explaining it. And about two seconds into it, they they're automatically confused. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm just going to cut it short because you know what? You're confused as it is." <laughs> it, if I thought I could get it, get them made, I would have it say sub seven <laughs> for the three of us. We're 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 low. Lo- Access level sub seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're probably right. That's probably more accurate for sure. We have to work our way up to zero. <laughs> there you go. We are level 13. <laughs> what does that mean? One more than 12. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, the, you, the, the page your money clip, check that out. Oh Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start off with some collectible news first before we okay. get into the uh, meat of the show. Because we're going we're gonna to have some fun with this tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, collectible news, big collectible news that came out. Marvel 
in conjunction with Lucasfilm in their Bring Home the Galaxy. Uh, it was the nine-week of gift-giving celebration. Marvel got a bit of a tie-in with Star Wars okay. as it was introduced that you can now pre-order through Target. Um, both of these are coming in the Vintage Collection line, which is the three and three-quarter inch figures. Mm -hmm. uh, Pricing is going to be $20.99 each. Uh, first one is uh, the Boba Fett Vintage Collection Vintage Comic Art. Well, now. Yeah. Which I believe is based on uh, the original look of the comics, uh, of his look from the comics. Mm. Oh. From the original run. Uh, second is the Vintage Collection Boba Fett Comic Art Edition, which is based on his character appearance in the 1990 comics. So uh, the Vintage Collection, it, it looks like um, the stuff from when we first see him in Empire Strikes Back, in the Empire Strikes mm -hmm. Back comics. And then uh, the next one is, I want to say, right near, they say 90s, that would have been Dark Horse's era. Dark Horse, Dark Horse had it. Okay, I graduated college when Dark Horse had it. So that had to have been 90, that was 93, 94. Yeah. Because I remember I was reading Tales of the Jedi at that point. Uh, yeah, it says this is based on his appearance in the 90s Star Wars comics. Mm-hmm. So that, that would have been more the Dark Horse era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Dark yeah. Horse era. Yeah, looking at this, it's, it's the Dark Horse-inspired era, which is fine because all of that, because uh, it's from the, it's his look from Boba Fett, Death, Lies, and Treachery, which was Dark Horse. That was the Dark Horse book. Uh, whereas the other one, the vintage comic art, is from the 1970s, the original Marvel line, which is fine. I would love to get both because I, 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 I'm still trying to find the uh, the one from the droids cartoon as well mm -hmm. um, because I I yes Boba Fett is one of those like overdone characters figure wise mm -hmm. but it's these variations that I'm digging because because of the fact that there's a nod to the comics with it mm -hmm. so even if I wasn't to go after the the dark horse model I definitely want the original 70s comics model to have mm. but i would probably end up getting both just because of the comic relationship and the fact that marvel is helping push this so you were about to say eric no i'm just saying i would too i would get both of them as well and i want to say they did one based on the original vintage figure it was a modern figure based on the original kenner paint job as well that i'm looking for so to have that variation would be, I guess, what I would inspire my Boba Fett collection to be. Mm -hmm. So since they want to show the the um, the variants, the different interpretations of how he's looked, I I'm cool with that. May mean I'm going down a, a deeper rabbit hole with the three and three quarter inch figs, but I'm okay with that. Right, that's what rabbit holes are for. Yeah, but that could be a, that one could be a slow burn though. That could be a slow burn. That's one that, as I see it, gradually get what I can get now as they come out. But the older stuff is, is a slow burn pickup because there's nothing like the old Kenner Power of the Force buff chest Boba Fett when <laughs> all the figures had buff chests. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So right. And then uh, I want to say Hasbro used to do some comic packs because I have I have a Luke Skywalker R two D two where they are done in the paint job of the original comics or how this particular comic issue. And I think there was a Boba Fett involved with that one as well. That that one's gonna be a little harder to find. But that's just me. But I thought it was mm-hmm. cool that Marvel was tying in with Star Wars with these Boba Fett. I would love to. I would love to see him do it again with, uh, like maybe R two D two or with Chewbacca or some other character. I mean, I was trying to think. Like, uh, I was trying to think how many characters uh, th- there were just a completely different look between, like their appearance in the comic and then in the movies. Um, the R two for one. Yeah, yeah. Jabba was completely different. If I thought I could get to it in time, I would show you the art, the difference in the two R twos. But I'll I'll take a picture and show you guys. Actually, I'll take a picture and show and post that up on uh, on Instagram uh, mm-hmm. this weekend on our Mighty Marvel Geeks Instagram. The movie and the comic look of of R two D two. So, and I love the comic book look of R two D two. A lot of blue, a lot of black. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the movie, he doesn't have any black. It's like uh-uh. all blue, white, like a little bit, a little bit of red. Yeah. When with this the eyes is, red, this is almost looks like it, it's the the inking that they they incorporated the inking from the page onto onto the uh, figure, right? Which is really really cool. Yeah, I remember. I I do remember the comic book look of R two, and yeah, there there is a good bit of black in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Uh, Disney Plus, apparently, on their social media, uh, post about Hawkeye that has, um, fans on alert. Oh? Apparently, as we're recording, the day we're recording, Disney Plus made a post about Hawkeye, and Marvel fans are in shambles. On Twitter, the holidays are in full effect, obviously. Uh, the company decided to get in on the fun by tagging an official Hawkeye account. Of course, any MCU post brings a bunch of eyes to them when the fans want to see some answers. Uh, Kate Bishop and Clint Barton have not been seen in the movies or shows since their appearance on the Disney Plus series. However, it seems absolutely certain that we will see the two Hawkeyes again at some point. Right now, all we have is wild speculation on the internet and go to Disney Plus's Twitter to see uh, see all the happening. Uh, hmm. I'm going to... This is a gif. It starts off with Kate Bishop saying, stop making me look like you. <laughs> and that's, that's all it is. Um, so the, the question is, are we, are they alluding to uh, a season two? I think so. Yeah. I mean, there is really no reason why you shouldn't make a season two of that. No. Right. It was strongly hinted. Yeah. Yeah. And really, that series had long-ranging effects because, um, well, you get you get in the spinoff of um, Echo, right? Yep, which is being pushed back, unfortunately. We got Kingpin, which because of Kingpin, we got Matt Murdock in Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and yep. who showed up in She-Hulk, right? Uh, I, I'm just saying, you know, a show that has that much of an effect, it's not just going to be a one and done. I don't think anyway. No. And it was it. it, it let's say, how do I put this diplomatically? Um, the fan base did not seem to be as divided over the over right. the guy series as some others. Right. Um, and I, 
honestly, I thought it was one of the better series. I enjoyed it. it because it, it of all the series, this you know, the Hawkeye one had the most phase one feel to it. Right. It did. It did. Yeah. Well, Kylan, I don't know if you remember yours from last week. I kind of remember mine. We asked this question with JTC. Mm-hmm. And now we'll ask this question now. So Eric, give his answer. Your top three in an honorable mention of Disney plus Marvel shows. Okay. They don't have to be in any particular order. All right. Um, I would say my top three. <sighs> Are we counting one shots? Mm-hmm. Talk of, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, this is that just made it a lot easier. Um, Hawkeye, Werewolf by Night, What If, and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Okay. I, I mean, depending on what week it is, I, I would be liable to put any of those four in the top spot. I'd also be just as likely to put any of those four in the honorable mention spot. But those are the four. They're the four that I would go back and watch time and again. Okay. Kylan, do you remember yours? Uh, yeah. Um, mine were Captain America Winter Soldier, um, Hawkeye, Werewolf by Night, She-Hulk. If I remember right, I was Falcon and Winter Soldier, What If, Werewolf by Night, and then uh, I want to say Hawkeye is what I said was my, uh, no, Moon Knight was my um, honorable oh, mention. Yes, see, right. see. I, I could I could see a case for Moon Knight being in that top, in my top four as well. Yeah, see that that's me. Like depending on the day, Moon Knight yeah. would be because Moon Knight was really close in there. Like as it just depends on where I'm feeling one day to the next. Yeah, you know I could I could see an argument made to take. Um, oh God, I, I could see a thing. I, I could see an argument to take out What If and put in Moon Knight. I can also see an argument to take out Werewolf by Night and put in Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, it, Moon Knight, I won't say it surprised me with how good it was, because I was hoping it was going to be good to begin with. Right. Um, I will say that the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special has no business being as fun as it is. Right. Well, before we get into actual discussion on the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, Let's touch on the big drop from yesterday. Spider-Man Across the Universe. Yes. Trailer. And the the villain that we're getting is Spider-Man 2099. Mm-hmm. But is the, are there two Spider-Man 2099s? That's the question. Are we talking about Spider-Clones of the future? Yes. Spider-Clones in the future. Mm-hmm. Quite possibly. But uh, in the trailer... We see a plethora, yes, I use that big word, <laughs> a plethora of Spider-Men in this trailer, such as right. Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, mm-hmm. who has a very interesting new look, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Lady Spider, a.k.a. Steampunk Spider, is mm-hmm. this Spider-Cop. It's Spider-Cop. Spinneret and Spiderling, the bombastic bagman. Yeah, I saw him. Spider-Man Mangaverse, Spider-Man Unlimited, which I believe is the Neil Pat. No, that wasn't Neil Patrick Harris. No, Neil that Patrick was Harris was right. Yeah, uh, Superior Spider-Man, hmm. PlayStation's Spider-Man, Spider Monkey, 
<laughs> Spider Werewolf all made appearances in this film. Right. So when do we get this movie? I do believe it's June 2nd of 2023. Yep, I believe so. So are we ready? Are we ready for Spider-Geddon? <clears throat> Could be. So right now, across, across the Spider-Verse is the name of this next one. And it's confirmed that the spot is the villain of the next two films. So I was wrong. It's hmm. not Spider-Man 2099. It's the spot. It's going to okay. be it's going to be, uh, and with this, there will have six different animation styles in the in the umpteen whatever realities of Spider-Man. And of course, there's a lot. And then the third movie of the franchise is going to be called Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. Hmm. So well, now they're starting to tie into Mad Max. Yep. Come Fair on, enough. guys. Can't we just get beyond Thunderdome? <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so let's talk a little Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And I'm going to start off with the thing that's near and dear to me that we've had the most fun with is the soundtracks. Mm -hmm. This is the sound. Here's what the track list looks like for the holiday special. Dead by Christmas by Hanoi Rocks. Christmas Treat by Julian Casablancas. Mrs. Claus by Little Jackie. Just Like Christmas, Low. Christmas Time, The Smashing Pumpkins, Fairy Tale of New York, The Pogues featuring Kirstie McCall, Christmas Wrapping, The Waitresses, Is This Christmas, The Wombats, I Want an Alien for Christmas, Fountains of Wayne, I Don't Know What Christmas Is, But Christmas Time Is Here, The Old 97s, and Here It Is, Here It Is, Christmas Time, Kevin Bacon and The Old 97s. <laughs> That's an awesome soundtrack. Yeah, that was some soundtrack. It, it was not what I was expecting from a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. No, or, mm -hmm. or a special, but it fit. And especially that I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into uh, the holiday special. Eric, start with you. OK, um, I, I, I'm going to I'm going to pull back the curtain just a little bit because normally we do a fantastic four takeaways. That's that's how we normally do it. It's like we each have four four takeaways that that we that we share from any episode that we watch or movie or whatever. Well, I didn't watch it until let's see, we are to about an hour before we started recording. <laughs> These two guys watched it. Well, Mike, you said you watched it Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, so I did too. So we were chatting before we started recording tonight, and it was kind of like, so are we going to do four? I don't know that I can remember four. <laughs> I was like, I, I right. watched a lot since then. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're just going to keep going around sharing a take until we run out of takes. Yep. Mm -hmm. So this is a fantastic X. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so my first takeaway is... It, it's kind of related to yours, Mike. Uh, it is noticing that there are Gibson guitars on Nowhere. Yeah. Which, and it's, it's funny because um, because we know somebody who works for, for that company. Well, didn't they mention that it, it was something that Peter brought to them, brought to Nowhere? Um, the guy said that they that they found them. I don't I don't know that. Peter actually brought them. All right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just kind of funny because I'm watching that opening sequence where they're standing around playing that song, and I'm like, wait a minute, I recognize those guitars. Uh So I'm texting our friend at Gibson, and hopefully he's listening. You know who you are. And I was just kind of (laughs) like... Do I see Gibsons? They go, yeah, we, uh, you know, we we did this uh, project with Disney, uh, excuse me, with Marvel. I said, well, I, I guess it's true then that y'all ship everywhere, even to nowhere. <laughs> he he kind of chuckled at that. <laughs> but uh, but yes, those are those are Gibsons, and I just kind of like, yeah, that's that's so freaking awesome. Yes. In my heart, I want to believe they're from the factory in um, in Memphis. So, you know, the the birthplace of rock and roll has a place out in space. Just saying. Of course. <laughs> um, you know, I one of the things that I I loved about this was that, like, you you see that in the time since. I guess it was, so and I'm assuming that a lot of stuff happened after Thor Love and Thunder. Um I would take I would take it to say that them you no know, going that the Guardians going on their various adventures and that sort of thing cuz well you know that when they're not being heroes they're being mercenaries. Um I I just think that it's awesome to see that you know they were they were moving on with their lives, you know, um, while everything else was going on, you know, because a lot of times it feels like that when something, while so, while we're focusing on another story, while we're focusing on on uh, Thor, we're focusing on uh, Black Panther or something like that. It's just sort of like the other stuff just kind of stops, you know. But it's it's interesting to see that in the meantime. That a lot of big changes have been going on for the Guardians. Yeah, a lot of big changes. So, yeah. I mean, they said, you know, Nebula says really early on, it's kind of like that the Guardians bought nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they bought it off the collector, so that they own nowhere now. And you can, could you imagine how much it cost for them to buy that? I mean, that's a lot. That that would have to be a lot of credits. Oh no, could have been a fire sale. Oh yeah, I mean, it's at this point, it's 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 quite the fixer upper opportunity, and that's true too. Which is probably what Peter tried to probably sold it as to to the to the collector. So you know, I mean, it it would it, it that whole situation remind me of that scene in Ghostbusters where. The, they're walking around the old fire station. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Mm, well, so you never you never know. Uh, one of my favorite takeaways: you catch the name of the ship, the Bowie. The Bowie. Yes. Bowie. Yes. It was almost like they they found out David Bowie had passed away, and they named the ship Bowie. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm hoping. That's probably not what happened. <laughs> I mean, they. But obviously, they've traveled to Earth at least a few times since you know the snap, the second snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So back to you, Eric. Okay, this is kind of a of a broad stroke here, but 
basically the interaction between Mantis and Drax. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those two are so perfect together. Yes. I mean, we got hints of it in, in volume two. Yeah. But dear Lord, that is, that's just, that's so. Well, I, you know, Quill, Quill and Mantis may be brother and sister, but Drax and Mantis are siblings. I mean, they act, they are siblings, period. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I'm liking the fact too that um, I, I'm liking this look of Drax with the vest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm glad that they're they're honoring um, a wish of Dave Batista. Yeah. Uh, so I, I totally get it. The the prosthetics be a pain to get on and off. Right. Yeah. Literally, it could be a pain to get on and yeah. off. Well, because you know sensitive nipples and all that. Hmm. Yeah. In more ways than one. Um, so I, I am, I'm pleased to see, to see that adjustment, that change, um, which, which I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, I totally forgot where I was going, yep. but I, but I did, I did love the interaction between, uh, Mantis and, and Drax. Mm-hmm. If they're and not, the if they're not siblings, yeah. then they should become, that, that should be that unexpected couple that everyone knows is going to happen. Oh God, I, I, I can totally I could totally yeah. see the ship happening. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, right now that is definitely, that is so definitely a sibling relationship. Yeah. Oh, relationship yeah. There. yeah. Right. And it's good to see those two being the primary characters in this. Yes. Yes. Because, you know, in previous movies we have seen, you know, focus on Quill, focus on Gamora, focus on Nebula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in volume three, we're going to see a focus on Rocket. Right. But those two, it, they haven't gotten much of a focus. Right. No. So it's good to see those two basically be the main characters. It is. It really is. Uh, it, it's, it's, and it's, it's refreshing to get, to get, uh, to get a story from one person who is, so literally honest and the other who apparently has a bit of a shady side to her for someone who comes off as super innocent. Yeah. Oh, it's an act. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, you know, um, as much, and I, I, you know, I agree with I agree with Eric. You know, um, loving Man- Manus and Drax, um, but now we got to talk about we we need to, we need to talk about Swole Group because uh, you know I had to. If it was a little bit of shock, but you know, Don and I talked about it, and Swole Group makes complete sense. Um, He's out there venturing and doing the stuff that his parent group version one uh, <laughs> didn't do. Like if the venturing and all that stuff didn't happen for that group until later in life. Um, so it was it was cool to see that all of the the fun that they've been having. Uh, apparently, it it's it had other effects on group than we expected uh, and 
No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish, please. Well, and well, that the other thing I want to touch on is that I'm loving that, and this is also in regards to Groot, that the Groot series um, figured in to this series as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And, well, I also figure you we we talking about you talk about Swole Group. He's still a teenager. That's true. I mean, I I, I had a chubby teenager face. Mm-hmm. Um, that that could totally be that. Or, like you said, you know, he's doing a lot of heavy lifting. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, we don't know what a life cycle, what the stages of life for a group are. Yeah, we do. That's true. We know there's Groot and Groot and yeah. Groot and Groot and Groot. I mean, we don't, we don't, well, first of all, I don't think we really know how old Groot was in the first movie. That, that's true. This is true. We don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if, uh, if Rocket would know, really. No. Or even if Rocket knew, would he be, uh, would he be honest about it? <laughs> Or would he care? That's true, too. Yep. So I take it. It's my turn. Yes, it's back to you. Um, I loved the whole reveal when Mantis comes out and says, you know, Peter's my brother. Straight up. I I almost shed a tear, too. And and Ego wasn't just and Ego was her dad, which is like, okay, which is not the. What the vibe we got from from the first Guardian or from the second Guardians film? No, it felt more like she was his pet, either pet or or like a, a personal assistant, so to yeah. speak. But at 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 the same time, you know, you figure you we saw that ego was basically making bacon with like half of the galaxy. True, it should not be a surprise. He, he was trying. Peters, he was trying Peters, to. I was gonna say he was yeah. trying to keep up with that cannon. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, you didn't. No, it's. It should not have been a surprise to Quill that he was not the only surviving child of egos. But you know, he thought he he thought all his family was was gone. Yeah, and now he's got a sister. That that was a very beautiful moment right there to me, and the fact that she was so afraid to tell him. Mm-hmm. Because she was afraid he'd associate his bad memories of of ego with her. Yeah, yeah. So that's just again that I, I agree with you. That was a very that was a very good moment. Yes. So I guess that means it's back to me now. It's back um, to you. Gobots killed his family <laughs> when they when they were walking down Hollywood, and I have been in that spot right there in front of the the uh, the Chinese theater. Uh, when when we went out for um, when we went out for for Jeopardy taping, we had planned in an extra day just in case because they said if we need you back, the taping is on Friday. If we need you back, the next taping day is until the following Tuesday. Oh, so we we went over to Disneyland for a few days, then we came back to to Hollywood just in case I needed to be there. But we just spent the day walking around Hollywood, and uh, we were right there at that spot and. There was no GoBot out there that day, but but when I saw it, I just started busting the gut laughing. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was entertaining. I, I was like, I was not expecting to see GoBots. I was not either, or or half of the ones that I saw out there. You know, Jack Sparrow, 
Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to say that whole character, you know, that, that whole interactions thing out front of the theater. Yes. Yes. When Mantis gang hugged Steve. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, this is why you cannot, adults cannot dress in costume going to a Disney park. No. Is what we saw at the Chinese theater is the reason why. <laughs> and I loved it when they got their picture made with Drax and they said, oh my God, it's the God of War. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was funny. That was funny. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say that whole, that whole scene. Um, Kevin Bacon being such a big homebody and family guy. Like, it, it, I don't know. I, okay. Now, you know, you know, he's an older guy and that sort of thing. And, and how many trees does that house need? But all that being said, I thought it was just kind of cool to see that, you know, apparently he just legit loves Christmas and it's just all about, no family and you know and i thought that was kind of cool to see that yeah i totally forgot he was married to kara sedgwick yeah. ah yeah 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 i yeah that that's that was one of those relationships i'm like what i mean they've been married forever uh married yeah. since 1988 yeah and that was actually her on the phone yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess back to me. I I loved in the very beginning when uh, the Guardians first show up on the, the one planet and Drax just beans the little girl with the ball hard and ends up starting the riot. Yes! <laughs> that, that was very entertaining to watch. Like, he just did something that I would love to have done. <laughs> so that was awesome oh we're back okay to me um, yes back to you uh, they made cosmo a girl yeah yeah I, which I, i'm okay i'm okay with yeah i mean i'm not i'm not upset about that but it's just when we have heard cosmo speak in other in other iterations of a guardian's thing Right. It's it's always been a male with a thick Russian accent. Mm -hmm. It was it was just odd to hear. And it kind of reminded me of up. Yeah. And Doug with the collar. Mm -hmm. But mm. it's just because when I was listening to this, I'm thinking, does it sound very Russian? It almost sounds like Thursday. True. True. So that settles it. Somehow Cosmo got hold of a copy of Thursday. <laughs> okay, I'm good with it. <laughs> I don't know how. Well, we got we got evidence. We have we we have evidence that that is my head cannon now. Maybe got the Schwaffle edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not a Schwaffle. Thank you. We're wondering if you were listening, Thirsty. Hail Hydra. Just kidding. Yeah, she's she she's her feisty self tonight. Yum, 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 yum. I would love to hear some of these quotes come off a Cosmos collar. Yes. Yes. Okay. And this is, I don't know if you guys thought about this, but the fact that Rocket and 
Same thing with Nick. Nebula. Rocket mm-hmm. and Nebula are like besties now. Um, that they were, you know, I mean, they because the two of them were the ones that survived the the snaps. Yes. And so, you know, they, they had all this time together and they got to know each other and get really close. And that's something that you really don't think about until, you know, these are the kind of things that when you look at the kind of gifts that they gave each other, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Like Bucky's arm. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be my, my next thing. We'll, we'll take it. You know, of course, last time we saw Rocket involving Bucky, he's begging for that arm. And now here's Nebula giving it to, to Rocket as a gift. And it's like, wait, how does she get it? When did she? I want to know more to the story. Yes, there is there is a story there. I don't know if that is just an earlier model or or what. I don't know. But yes, we're gonna have to figure we're gonna have to find out more about that. Yeah. We need to know. Inquiring minds want to know. Very much. So um so back to me. Back to you. Final round. Okay. Final round. Okay. Final round. Um that using the animation as flashback uh, story vehicle, I thought was good. And call me crazy, but I was getting a serious heavy metal vibe. The movie, the animated movie heavy metal, not like the genre of music heavy metal. Uh, yes, no. The animation style. Animation style. Okay, Kyle, I'm going to jump ahead and bypass you on this because I want to piggyback mine with, with Eric's. I saw the way the show was done with the animation as a nod to the Star Wars holiday special where we okay. got the the thankful Wookiee cartoon where we first see okay. Boba Fett for the first time it was in the cartoon in uh, in the Star Wars holiday special that played in the middle. Okay. But what they did here is they they inter- they instead of doing a animated a cartoon in the middle of the special they used it for the flashbacks between Peter and Yondu. But that but it was done as a, a partial nod to the holiday special, but the art the animation style, I agree, very much a heavy metal esque art style. Like art, heavy metal meets uh Aeon Flux, the liquid TV. Okay. Yeah, I can I can see that. So sorry, Kyle. Oh no, it's okay. Not my um I don't know, for some reason, at some point while I'm recording it, one point or another, my internet's going to kick me off. Then I come back and I'm good. So, <laughs> Well, then. <laughs> uh, so your your final takeaway. My final takeaway? Yeah. Uh, so you know what? Near that time. I liked, I liked that we got to see Kevin Bacon perform like I, I, I one of my favorite I, I do enjoy the Bacon Brothers um, uh, one, of the, one of the local stations here you know play, plays their music and stuff and I've always enjoyed listening to it and you know it's one of those things like when you see Kevin Bacon he almost treats the music separately from his acting you know the, the you and I think at least for me, this is the first time that you got to see him perform on screen. Right. You know, and so I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool to see that, you know. So, um, 
so yeah, I I I really got a kick out of him out of him, um, you know, kicking out a, a a holiday tune like that. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I love that after his little heart to heart with Craglin, mm-hmm. he's totally on board with this. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, yo, see you guys at Easter. <laughs> so, so you know, we're going to have to get an Easter special. We have to. And apparently Kevin Bacon is all about space travel now. So, you know. Yeah. And, and of course, we'd be remiss if we did not talk about the end credit scene. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. No, it's just where y- you have Groot being used as a Christmas tree which I guess is the joke that everybody wanted to make during the production. And then when his arms finally get tired and he drops and ruins everything, when Rocket looks dead at the camera and says, now we got to have another holiday special. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're getting another holiday special, y'all. Yeah. I I mean, it's got to happen. It's going to have to happen. It's going to be a thing. And you know, just just wait until what what's Guardians are gonna look like after uh, after the Guardians movie, because uh, you know we're gonna end up with a whole new lineup. All I'm saying is, if they kill off Rocket, I'm flipping tables. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him kill kick the bucket. I really don't. I, I mean, like it feels somebody's going to. Oh, yeah, probably somebody. I'm just hoping it ain't going to be him. And maybe it is because I had a raccoon as a pet when I was in kindergarten. Maybe it's sentimentality. Okay. Maybe it's just because a raccoon with a machine gun is everything that I didn't know I ever needed in my life until I saw it. But Mm -hmm. I've said what I said. (laughs) Well, I'm going to now ask for final thoughts, guys. Um. That, let's count what I just said as my final thought. Huh? Uh, actually, I, I'm curious. Are we going? Are we get? Is the next holiday special going to be around Easter? Well, obviously, it, it, well, we know okay. it's we know it's not going to be James Gunn, right? At this point, right? And I don't know. I that 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 means uh, that's going to be a different kind of feel for that group, you know. Unless they try to move it to Taika Waititi, I don't know. Uh, I guess my question is, is Waititi capable of taking over? I mean, I know that a lot of, I, th- I know that people now are, they're wanting Thor to be a little more serious again. Uh, and the Guardians have always been, you know, loose cannons. So I don't right. know. You know, I don't know if that if... If they if that's the vibe that they want to keep, I think I could see uh, with TD being a good fit for it. Uh, otherwise, if they if if they're talking about a whole new team, does that mean a whole new vibe for that team? If so, you know, do they bring in fresh blood completely? So I don't know. True. But that's yeah. all I got. Okay. Uh, I personally have nothing else, so uh, I'm just going to then say Thursday. If you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? No, just time to go home. 